SLB Radio in Pittsburgh presents From There to Here Stories of men and women born in other countries who now live in Pittsburgh I was born in Zambia In Chile Taiwan I moved to the U.S. from Iran when I was 11 years old In Turkey, military service is compulsory Every young man has to serve, and there is no age limit. You cannot run away from it. When I was growing up, (laughs) my mom's parents um, lived with us in the same house. It's very common in Ukraine, and my dad's parents... The good part of being an immigrant is that you meet people from all over the world which are in the same situation as you. On this episode, Dr. Roger Solano. Dr. Solano is from Venezuela. Moving to the U.S. as an adult, he felt like he was in a different world. The architecture, language, and public transit system were all new to him. He earned his Ph.D. in the U.S. and is now a college professor in Pittsburgh. Here's Roger's story. My name is Roger Angel Solano Cayama. I am from Maracaibo, Venezuela. I was born in the 70s, and I moved to the United States in 1999. Venezuela is in the Caribbean, so it's a very warm place. Basically, there's only two seasons. We have rain or no rain. We have regular soccer balls and bats and regular equipment, and sometimes we also have traditional games. So we would come up with our own games and have maybe make a ball out of old socks or old t-shirts and tie it up and then throw it at each other or we would just pick sticks or something and do our own sometimes and sometimes we would just use regular equipment at the time and things have changed since i left the country the neighborhood was extremely safe so we wouldn't lock our doors it was the house all the time had an open door policy and mom and dad would work and we would stay at home uh, with somebody washing over us and once I was playing in the backyard and in the neighborhood there was a guy he was mentally disabled but I didn't know about him and he would just walk into people's houses because he didn't know what he was doing and I was playing in my backyard and all of a sudden there is like a guy there and You know, I got really scared, and I called the person that was taking care of us. She realized who she was, and, you know, they called his family, and they took him up. You know, because the neighborhood was so safe, we would never lock our doors. People would walk in and out. I wanted to be working in higher education. I'm currently a college professor. So when I was in Venezuela, I received a scholarship to come to the United States and finish my Ph.D. My initial plan was to go back to the country. When I got the scholarship, I knew very little about the United States besides what you see in movies or can read in books. But it doesn't express actually what the experience is like to be here. So I picked to go to New Jersey because I had a friend living there. And I went to New Jersey Institute of Technology for my PhD. And honestly, at first I didn't know much. I only knew that I wanted to finish my studies and that this was going to be a good place. So um, when I arrived, I was a little, you can say, disoriented. A lot of things here are different. I remember when I first arrived, something that caught my attention was the houses. Our houses are made of concrete, so it was strange for me to see little houses that were made out of wood. 
Also, I arrived in New York City. That's by New York City. New York City is a huge city. And you're just walking on the streets, and you can hear 50 different languages, people just passing by you and speaking. So I felt like in a Star Wars movie where people from different planets is talking different languages, and I found it really interesting. And when you arrive to a new country, you need to learn everything, even how to take the bus, because here they have a different system, how to take the subway. I didn't even know how exactly was the right way to hail a cab. And you feel a little bit insecure because you are afraid that you might do something wrong. But after a while, you get used to it. Also, when you arrive to a new country, you try to speak and nobody understands you. And so there is the communication barrier and a cultural barrier. Uh, It's interesting, but you need to keep having a positive view of everything so you don't let all these differences get to you. Something that was impressive because, again, we have the images that are projected in movies and books. So I expected for most people to live in cities, and there is a huge percentage of the population in the United States that actually live in little towns. And they might not have traveled that much. Yes, no, around their little town, I was not quite expecting that. And other thing that was really hard for me to see was I was in New Jersey, in the northern part of New Jersey. It's a very diverse area and a, a wealthy area. And then if I would drive 15 minutes north, I would get to Newark, New Jersey. And I would see, not legal, but I would see actual segregation, like people of different race live in different neighborhoods. And that was completely new to me. I was expecting everybody to have a better way of life. Like, I couldn't believe that there was poor people in the United States, being that this is a country that is so rich and so full of opportunities. And right now I'm a college professor. When I got here, I was a graduate student. So at first, when you're a graduate student, you need to get some grants from the school, and they hire you to teach in undergrad classes. I work with science teachers in elementary schools, helping the kids to do science projects. That was an extremely interesting aspect uh, when I got to work with kids. And, and since I like education, it's something that I enjoyed a lot. So I have been in education for several years. Here I had the opportunity to work with elementary school kids, high school kids, college kids, graduate students. Is what I like. And then when you're a graduate student, you need to do a lot of research, go to a lot of classes. It's interesting. You should try it. I have a child, and when I moved here, I had to leave my child in Venezuela. I couldn't see him for several years. When I left him, he was 11, and I didn't see him again until he was 17, only over the phone and short visits. So it was painful. Again, when you move to a different country, you don't know what's going to happen. So it was hard for me to be stable. And you want to offer your child a stable place where he can go to school, where he can be safe, where you can provide for him food, shelter, clothing. And when you move to a different country, it takes a while before you are stable. Now he's living with me. He's going to college here. But that was a huge, huge sacrifice. It was a really high price to pay, but it was what I had to do. And it was, I know it was painful for him. I know it was painful for me.
We have mountains that are really high. It's in the Andes. And sometimes it snows, but and when it snows, it makes the national news. We also in Venezuela, because of where we are located, we have the jungle. We have plenty of you know, the sea and the coast. You can go to the beach a lot. We have an area that is like dunes, very little snow. I never saw snow in my life until I moved here. I never like wore a coat to go out or have a heavy coat. We, I never had that. The justice system, I have to say, is my favorite aspect of the United States. I believe in justice. I believe that society to function needs to have a functioning justice system. I understand that it's not perfect, but also one of the aspects that I like the most about the United States is a dynamic society that is always changing and improving. And if you believe in an idea, you can make it happen. You can start a movement and work towards improving society and have an effect on the rest of the country. So definitely the justice system, the safety, that again, is not perfect. I cannot say that there are zero personal safety problems here, but they are very few compared to other parts of the world. And again, they are improving. So that has to be my favorite aspect. My least favorite aspect is the unofficial segregation. For example, when I was living in Venezuela, never ever in my life anybody asked me, what's your race? Like if you ask me right now, what is my race? I wouldn't know how to answer it. And the fact that people here is so used to put labels on people, I have to say that's my least favorite aspect. I would like for all Americans to be Americans, all people to be people, and not put labels on different kind of people. And some people have ideas that are very individualistic. Instead of thinking in the good of everybody, there is some people that tend to think more about their personal, individual well-being and not the society well-being. So that is something that also I wish could be changed. And I hope that with time, it will change. This episode is based on an interview conducted by Charlie and Drew from Winchester Thurston School. To learn more about SLB Radio, visit slbradio.org.